I promise. That phrase is one of the most dangerous lines in any movie. It's like an automatic setup for a problem in the movie when someone promises something to someone else, especially a kid. Hey, sorry, buddy. I've got to work tonight, but I'll be at your baseball game tomorrow. I promise. I always laugh when I hear this in a movie because it's so formulaic. You know something's going to get in the way of him going to that game, and it's going to set up a problem that needs to later be resolved. Which brings us to your personal development, your health, and your business. Because why would you want to set up problems for yourself? So today, we'll talk about promises, expectations, and how to make these work for you. This is the Heart Body Business Podcast. Inspiration, tips, and tools for entrepreneurs seeking a more fulfilling type of success. One that stems from exploring and expressing their true passion and purpose and finding healthy ways to do so. All coupled with insights and action items to get a business moving in the right direction. I'm Steve, your host, and I invite you to learn more at heartbodybusiness.com. Trust is such an important element to maintain with those around us and even with ourselves. If people stop trusting us, it shuts down all sorts of opportunities with them, closing the door on life experiences and business ventures alike. It starts in the littlest things. And it's sort of a joke in our family that I never made my kids promises that weren't fully in my control. Rather than promising I would do something on a certain day with them, I told them I would like to do this thing, and as long as we were able to that day, we would. In other words, I separated for them what was in my control versus what was not. Let's go back for just a moment to my consciousness model. The brain consciousness, or the mind, is a great planning tool and hopefully is helping the heart to execute on its plans, to express our inner genius. But as I talk about in my book, Who Moved My Chi?, the problem of the mind is that it leaks our energy into the future by holding on to its plans. That takes two forms. First, waiting so impatiently for its plans to become a reality that it stops us from experiencing the plans that have already unfolded in the present moment. And second, having a definite idea of what is meant to unfold, expectations that, if not met, cause disappointment, once again not allowing us to embrace the present moment to embrace what has actually turned up in our lives. Both of these drain us of the energy we have in the present moment, which the only moment's energy we can create with. In short, both of these take away our power. So we always have to be careful about the expectations we set. With kids, We might help them to see that there are outside factors involved with our plans until they learn from experience to set expectations with this in mind. As adults, most of us know there are two aspects to a promise, what an individual is personally committing to and what the universe allows. 
we appreciate that if someone invites us to a birthday party on a certain date, they should do their part in making it happen, but that perhaps a winter storm or sickness or something else unforeseen cancels the event. We know this is outside of someone's control, so our expectations allow for this. We might wish that we could have gone, but it doesn't diminish our trust in that person. If, on the other hand, someone promises something that they have personal control over and they fail to follow through, they lose some of our trust. We're a little more hesitant to trust them the next time around, although if it's not a pattern for them, we may give them the benefit of the doubt. When this becomes a pattern, of course, then we stop relying on them for anything and stop extending ourselves for them. What does this have to do with you, with your personal development, health, or business? Well, obviously, staying true to your commitments is a matter of personal integrity, and in my view, establishes a more coherent and therefore attractive energy for the good things in life. It builds up power and resources. But what I'd like to start with here is your promises to yourself. Promises about steps you're taking in all these areas and how to hold yourself accountable to them. If you cannot trust yourself to follow through on things, why should anyone else trust you to follow through on promises to them? I've talked about habit trackers in the past. These are a great way to remind yourself of regular commitments you've made in order to form or break habits. Many will also have task reminders for one-time commitments. You can get these as apps for your phone or desktop. Either way, have them send reminders as push notifications, texts, or emails to get things done. But it's up to you, once reminded, to follow through. And here's where the promise you make is important. And in a minute, we'll talk about how this is done with leads and customers in business. So, you can have ambitious goals about working out seven days a week, for instance. or meditating, or writing a blog for your business. Let's use the exercise example. Might there be days when you're too sick to exercise, or you need to attend an event that keeps you from doing so? If your promise to yourself is to exercise seven days a week, what happens if you miss a day? So how you set up your promises is like a contract with yourself. And like any contract, you want to build in contingencies. For instance, you can set up a minimum of five days a week instead of seven to give yourself some flexibility. Or you can stipulate that you're only allowed to skip on days when you're genuinely sick. That if you have an evening event, you have to wake up early to fit in the exercise. That if you're traveling, a certain number of push-ups, crunches, squats, and stretches will count. You obviously don't need a formal contract with yourself, although you can have one. But in short, you don't want to find that you're allowing yourself to just make up excuses or options on a whim because you don't want to follow through on your original promise. You don't want to just stretch your legs before bed and count it as exercise if that's not the spirit of what you first committed to. In short, 
be clear with yourself about what you're trying to accomplish in all the areas of your life so that you can be honest with yourself about your wins and your misses. And then also, like a good contract, be clear about what it means if you miss. If there are no consequences to missing or rewards for succeeding, then you're relying entirely on your own willpower or sense of guilt to make you follow through. If you missed in the first place, these are obviously not working anyway, and long-term guilt isn't healthy. Having a plan for when you're not willing or able to achieve a promise is an excellent way to keep things right, to maintain integrity, to maintain your power. If you set up a reward for achieving your goals, see if you can make it one that amplifies your goals. Don't build in cheats that hurt what you're trying to do. Meanwhile, though, many people respond more to consequences than they do rewards. For instance, if you had to put $10 toward a charitable cause you believe in every time you missed a daily goal, this would motivate you to achieve your goal as often as possible. Otherwise, it costs you while doing good for the world in those times that you miss. Just make sure the consequence is enough to really provide that motivation. In a similar way, in business, we need to make and keep our promises, which means making promises we have the power to fulfill and consequences for failing. Promising someone that they will make a million dollars with a tool you offer isn't something you have control over, as you can't force them to use it or use it properly. You can't determine what will happen in the world to change circumstances, etc. But promising a tool that will do certain things and showing how someone is making money with it, even a million dollars, that is different. You can promise it will do the things it's designed to do. You can even promise future updates included in the cost, but I recommend putting a limit on this. For instance, you could offer future updates for free, but with the understanding that you may stop making them at any time. If you promise someone updates once a year, then you're required to have updates once a year. Even if your business changes, you lose the ability to make updates, etc., It can get you into trouble. Again, promise what you have control over. Don't promise that a specific person will teach them how to use the tool, as you cannot control if that person will leave your business tomorrow. But promise that they will be taught. Then, even if you need to step up and do the teaching yourself, you can. You want to offer a lot of value to people. This is how you sell products and services. Doing so involves promises. Go as big as you need to in order to make the sale, but only as long as you believe you can back it up. And then remember, there are consequences if you cannot. A money-back guarantee is an example of a consequence. We are selling something that will solve a need or fulfill a want. We are doing this. This is our promise. But... If we fall short of our promise, then in effect, we didn't sell it to you and need to refund your money. We will do so. Of course, you're putting limits on this still, a 30-day money-back guarantee or whatever, but you put a limit on it. 
unless an unlimited money back guarantee is part of your promise, part of your value. Just once again, make sure you can back it up. Since you don't need litigation over broken promises, make sure it won't ruin your business to fulfill every promise. For the most part, those promises should earn you money. But when you're dealing with consequences of falling short, make sure you can work with those. But a money-back guarantee isn't the only form of this. Especially if it's a digital product, you can tell them they'll get their money back and they can still keep the product. You might do this with physical products as well, but might again limit that to those you know are loyal customers and will treat this offer honestly. When we had solar installed on our house, they guaranteed a certain power output and would pay us for any of the promised power that it didn't produce. In a similar way, if your product didn't accomplish something for a customer, might your promise be that you're on site within 72 hours to make it work properly? That they will get access to a private group to get guidance on it? That you will personally do something to otherwise enhance their experience? There's no one right way to set up your own consequences, but they are essentially backup promises. So again, make them compelling and make sure you can fulfill them. They are, in effect, your second chance with someone. And if you fail on your initial promise and your follow-up promise, you're likely to grow a poor reputation, if not face legal issues. But we won't be facing those legal issues because we're never breaking both our promises, are we? We want to offer something incredible to the world. We can't wait to fulfill a bold promise and one we're confident we can fulfill. In those rare instances we cannot, we look forward to making it right. If we all agree to that, then here are the questions we need to answer for ourselves. One, have I made any promises that aren't under my control? If so, how can I correct this? Two, How bold can I get with promises that are under my control? How much value can I create? Three, and how bold can I get with the consequences of not fulfilling my initial promise? How can I make people feel incredibly confident about their transactions with me so they don't hesitate to give my business a try and discover just how good it is? In short, How much can I reduce risk and even further create value? I promise is for sure just a setup for failure in a lot of shows and movies. And a sloppy promise to ourselves or others can always yield problems. But done right, done with clarity and consequences and a desire to offer incredible value, promises can be one of the power weapons in a business arsenal. So I hope you'll take time to reflect on the promises you've made to yourself and others. Include promises about personal development and health. Include those in business to employees, leads, and customers. Get clear about what your promises are. See if they need to be tightened. See if they need to be strengthened. And ultimately, Use the words, I promise, 
to build a more fulfilling tomorrow for yourself and for all the lives you touch. Till next time, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. You can also join our mailing list to get alerts on our latest episodes and other tips, tools, and news. Learn more and sign up at heartbodybusiness.com.